for the Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast with James Arthur, Chris Bryant, and Richard Garraway. Hello and welcome to the Vault Studio NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting in the Vault with me today is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. Hello, Richard. It's great to see you, Coach Richard. I've... Uh I've missed you, even though we almost spend every day together, but I still miss you, like the desert's missing the rain. We hang out a lot. Yeah. The only time we don't hang out is at night, where I hop in bed with my wife. Um, even though you'd rather be with me. Sometimes I think, if this was Richie, we'd be playing PlayStation. So then I'm <laughs> thankful that I get some sleep. <laughs> no, but He'd yes. be late to work every day, instead of uh, most days. I'm pretty much late every day, <laughs> but I'm the boss man. Kind of, not really. <laughs> not at all, I I'm would sorry. say. No, not, not, not what I've seen. No, no, I'm so, I shouldn't be the boss. Uh, yes, yeah, a big, big week in the NFL. It's been pretty exciting. Some big news. There has been some big news, and we will get into it by starting in the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the Vault NFL Podcast. I'm going to start with NFL owners, 30 one to one have voted to approve the Raiders move from Oakland to Las Vegas. It's happening. It's everyone who keeps it's asking, done. Oh, is it actually happening? Yeah, it's yes, done. it's done. They're moving. Um, the, the thing that I find odd about it, I actually am not against teams moving. And let me tell Doesn't you why. Worry me. My what, team hasn't moved. Yeah. But if, if they did move, if Tampa Bay moved to somewhere else. Yeah. I was about to say if Tampa Bay moved to Florida, yet they are We're in, Florida. in Florida. If Tampa Bay moved to LA, would you still bury from? I'd prefer it. Exactly. Because then I could get so, it'd be easier to get to a game. I wanted to move to San Diego. Why, when you go to LA, are there so many New York fans, Pittsburgh fans? Like, it doesn't matter where your team is. They're still your team. It, nothing changes but where they are. The, I feel for the locals. But no one goes to Oakland games. They run at a loss. So why for the... Let's say the 15,000. Let's say that. And I don't think that's the right amount that go to a game every week. Dude, they get way more than 15,000. Let's say 25,000. Average. Like, I mean, Dude, every week. like 60. Right now it would be when they're good. What do you reckon it was when they were bad? 60. Oh, Dude, the, ticket, the tickets way. are sold. Yeah, okay. So the average fans that go to watch football five times a year on a baseball diamond through the middle of the field. Let's just start there. That's a disgrace. This I is an NFL team. If they go to the playoffs, I think there's usually about four or five. Yeah, that's a disgrace. It's 100% it a disgrace. It is a disgrace. It, for those who um, don't know, they've picked the, 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 Oakland, Oakland, the Oakland Coliseum is a convertible stadium. It yeah. can be baseball But or baseball don't football. play any there anymore, do they? Yes, they do. They, so they're still there. Yes. So apparently baseball are getting a new stadium. So basically they've picked... Don't think so. Base, well, that's what, I've, that's what the rumours are. No. The, 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 the city no. picked baseball over football. No, no. The, What's happening is the basketball team, uh, which yeah. their stadium is Golden physically State. attached, the Golden State Warriors Stadium, Oracle Arena, yep. is physically attached to the Oakland Coliseum. So they and they've got their and own. And they share the same um, you know, car parks and train station. Would have been a cool that. complex oh, so back when it was built, I'd imagine. Uh, probably not, because it's in a terrible part of the neighborhood. It's a little mm-hmm. sketchy in there, Oakland. Oh, God. And they're moving, they're going to get a new building. Is it a little bit pew pew America down there? Um, like pew pew. I know, I know where you're going. Like freeze, man. It's um, 
Like, so don't go at night. Have your wits about you. Is it like Tom Hornsey in Memphis? That sort of scary. Not that bad. Not that bad. He okay. described that as pretty ordinary. That part was of pretty scary. Oh, he told that story when his his mates got carjacked. Anyway, I think it's the good move for the Oakland Raiders. They need the the city won't come to the party. Now, I don't necessarily agree in how the city make them pay for stadiums. We discussed this with our way that the taxpayers basically have to pay for it, but that's well, not fair. LA didn't. That's all private money. Exactly. LA but, other, but that's what St. Louis wanted them and San Diego wanted yeah. them to do. Yeah, it's and why Oakland. charges moved. And it's Mark Davis, isn't it? Mark Davis, Al Davis's son, the late Al Davis's son, basically said, I'm not going to pay all the money to build it. No, his, name, his nickname is The Haircut. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> oh my, I knew this would come up today. When It's awful. When Donald Trump's haircut is better than yours, you've got a terrible haircut. Seriously, everyone Google Mark Davis. It is the worst haircut. It looks like a joke. It looks like a Chris Farley movie. That's what it looks like. Anyway, I think it's a great move for them. The only thing that's a bit odd about this move is they're going to play in Oakland for two more years. So basically, they've said, hey, Oakland, we got this hot new thang on the side. She's a good-looking rooster. We're going there. But her bachelor pad, it ain't ready yet. It ain't ready for me to move in and start getting it on with her. So what I'm going to have to do with you is stay with you for a couple more years until her pad's ready, and then I'm moving out. Then I'm going to her pad once she's got it ready for me, once it's good enough. But until then, you just have to have me here either way. I think that's exactly what it's like. It's, it's so odd. It, it's one of those ones... Like the Rams moved because there was somewhere to go play. They, they, they had they really had a choice. They could have played in the LA Coliseum, which is where they are play, which is USC's um, home ground, or they yep. could have gone out to the Rose Bowl yep. and played there. I'm pretty sure you can fit a football field inside... Um, Anaheim Stadium. Anaheim Stadium. Yeah, you can. They've done it before. Yep. So there's they play high school games in there. Yep. So there's a handful of options for them. Nothing in. Well, you can play at L- Hang on, UNLV. Even, well, that was what I was going to say. Even the Chargers are playing in Home Depot Stadium, which is a soccer field which holds thirty odd thousand, and they just announced today they've sold it out for the they're, season. They'll fill that every. Well, yeah, they already have yeah, filled sold it. Yeah. Out. Now, good for you. It's thirty thousand. Still, it's still good to know everything's sold. Yeah, but what cover their costs though? On, Probably mate. not. Oh, who cares. Now, for those who haven't been to Vegas, there is uh, the University of Las Vegas. I've been on that field, actually. Did a tour of it. It is a small stadium. It would probably hold... Would you call it minute in the scheme of American stadiums? As far as NFL stadiums, as far as college stadiums yeah, go, it is, it is pretty small. Because they're more of a basketball school, UNLV. They're, not, they're okay at football, but they're well, not... Well, basketball, they've won national titles yeah. in basketball. Yeah, and they're, they're football, not a big football team. No, they're not very good at all. Um, so it, it, it's hard, you know, I think it's, hang on, I've looked it up. Here we go. Sam Boyd Stadium. The, the biggest problem with it, it holds 40,000. Personally, they should move. That's what I'd do. I well, reckon they should well, go the, now. The rumor is they're going to stay for one year in Oakland and then they'll probably go. But you have to think, like, I think it's a good test to stay for one season because you're going to test your fans and see... How if they, they handle can, it. If they get winning, won't matter. The Raiders, this is the perfect time for them to yes, do it. Yes, because they're, they're winning. good. They have, I don't feel bad calling him the next Aaron Rodgers in Derek Carr. I think that's how good he could be. I don't know if he will, but that's certainly his ceiling. He has that much talent. They finally got it worked out. They've got Khalil Mack. They've got all these franchise players moving to Vegas, basically. And the reason all the NFL owners voted for it is because it's not fair that 
the Cowboys or the Patriots or the Giants are making all this money and Oakland, who do everything just as well and are just as legitimate an NFL team and been around just as long, make nothing. And it's like Robert Kraft from the Patriots said today, they're consistently at the bottom of the revenue earnings. And people are shocked. They think, how are the Oakland Raiders? Like, there are guys in Australia that wear Oakland Raider hats around. They don't even know what they are. Like, they're as iconic as the Dodgers, yeah, that, the but, Yankees. But that all gets evenly put together in sports. I understand that. But that's what I'm saying. How does someone, how does a team that iconic earn no revenue? And it's simple. No one goes to the games. Yeah, terrible stuff. They do not get enough games. At Vegas, they're going to make money. That now, game will be, that is going to be the hottest ticket in town. Are we going? For at least. We probably should. It, we will. Out of respect. But it's going to, <laughs> yeah, respect. It, for our wives. Those <laughs> tickets are going to be so expensive. Oh, I've got it. You can marry Lacey in Vegas. I'll be your best man, obviously. I'm assuming I am anyway. I'll fight Chris Tunis for it to the death. Um, we'll go there. Take, I'll take the fam. Probably have a couple of kids by then. Got one already. Maybe four. Who knows? I don't know how, how active I'm going to be. Uh, at this stage, I'll have none. But we'll go there. You can get married. We'll send the girls off. They can go to Hawaii for a week and we'll go party in Vegas and uh, maybe go to a game. I think it's a winner. All, all the luxury suites will be sold out Tomorrow, Richard, we're not getting a lot because we could no, take no, what Sco. I'm saying is take Sco and get a luxury suite. Afford it. Every single luxury skybox, whatever you want to call them, are going to be bought by all the casinos. Gone. They're gone because they'll be comping all their, imagine, all their big wigs. Imagine the people are going to go to that stadium. Yep, and then if you're from another team, so say you're in New York, you say, "Oh, we've got the Raiders this year in Vegas." That's the road trip we'll go on. Who isn't going to that? So every game is going to be sold out. Now, what I'm saying is the Raider fans might find themselves in a 60-40 on the wrong side of that fence with the fans because yeah, of the visiting fans. Do you know here. what the Raiders' players will, will like? No income tax. In Oakland, 13.2%. In Vegas? No, no state tax. Zero. I had no idea. Donuts. Donut state tax. Income tax in oh, okay. Vegas. Every, so every play just got every a play just got a thirteen point two pay increase. So if you're Derek, so technically not because they'll play half the games outside of the state. But anyway, seven percent. So if you're Derek Carr, who's on a hundred million dollars, you just earned seven million dollars more. Dude, check your maths. Hundred million dollars, seven percent. He doesn't earn hundred million, does he? Yeah, he's his overall contract. Oh, good for him. Well, if he doesn't, he will be. Do you know who voted against it? Osweiler earned seventy-five million for Christ's sake. And he's hopeless. Yeah, uh, Miami. Did they say why? I know they did, but I didn't look at it. It was a rubbish statement Wasn't around it like where the best public city. Mon- no, no, no. It was around public money. He's like, oh, I don't think it's right that a uh, that the city of Las Vegas should have to kick in a billion dollars help pay for it because he tried to get that out of the Miami government and failed. My he had to argument. pay for it himself. Here's my argument. In my opinion. Having an NFL team in your city is a privilege, not a right. How much is this going to add to... And I know Vegas has got a pretty good tourism place. It's pretty good for tourists, that place. But how much is this going to add to it? It no. adds an entire new element. Yeah, those those eight weekends will mainly be like prize for, fight weekends. Yeah, mainly for people who live in America already. I don't think it's going to change people from overseas because no. a lot of people don't really care about NFL from overseas. Um, and if the ones in Australia all listen to this podcast. So I think it'll add something for people wanting to go to watch football in America. So they're paying for that privilege to have that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If Oakland want the Oakland Raiders to stay, hey, dive into those pockets. 
and pay for it. Yeah, now, I know they can't. California's got no money. So. And that's the thing. Plus, you know what? How, how much cheap houses are in Las Vegas than California? It is insane. Like these, the players, guys will be selling their houses and being able to buy three of the same house in Vegas. It's just, I think the players are pretty happy about it. Now, the only other thing we need to discuss on it is, will it be a distraction? Pretty much having the ability to bet on anything you want at any point of time at literally your fingertips. Now, I know you can do that electronically, but not in America. I think it's a very 70 or 80s kind of attitude being worried about players It's so easy to catch them now. One, it is easy to catch them, but here's the biggest thing. Back in the day, there were players who wouldn't earn a million dollars in their lifetime. Yeah, true. Now, now they can earn it. Do you know? So there's 22 in players. Half a season. There's 22 players who've earned 100 million dollars in their NFL careers to this point. How many in the last five years do you think there is? All of them. 19. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's it's so, insane. That's yeah, just how the it, money's gone up. So why would you risk a life ban? Because there's rules around it, around gambling. You can't Excuse me. bet on your own team and all those. It's yeah. like it's like the AFL here. And you earn more money for winning. So why would you bet on yourself? Because the biggest thing you do with bets, people bet on themselves to lose. Yeah. Paul Cruz. Because you can control it. Yes, because then you can throw the game. Paul Cruz style. Do you know Paul Cruz? No, dude. The longest yard. Come on, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Adam Sandler. One of his better ones since uh, Happy Gilmore. Just joking. Um, yeah, so you can bet. That, that was the biggest issue. But you earn so much incentive. You would risk so you much money to win. And then it. they ban you for life. And I'm pretty sure your contract's then void. So yes. you get no money. It's torn up. So what? You, you, you win a bit of money on the bet and then you're done. So it just, I, just, I don't think it's going to be an issue, but it has been brought up. But look, all in all, I think it's a good move for Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders, I should say. I just think it's going to be a brand new stadium. They're in a perfect position to do it because they're so good. I don't think the gambling's an issue. Have you seen the stadium they're going to get? $2 billion. Double the yeah. amount of the Cowboys stadium. This the, thing the video is going to be things, amazing. It looks incredible. It's going to be It, it looks absolutely It will incredible. be. It's, it's got a hotel in it. It will be a place where people want to go, not even for football. When will they host the Super Bowl? Uh, th- four years after it's built. They'll get the next no, in no, line. No, I reckon they'll get it immediately after. Well, they, well, they do it three years in a time, at a time. So it's right now we're three years in advance. So as soon as it's ready to go, they'll then get the, th- the next year of it ready. So they're ready to open 2019 or 2020? Yeah, so I would say they'll get 2022. I'm just having a look here. Because it'll already be three years in advance by then. They'll get the next allotted time. Okay, so... Which every stadium gets. Every team gets that. Yeah, I'm just trying to find a list of it here. Even the Giants got it. Yeah, which... God, they got lucky. There was a massive snowstorm the next it day. It was still a crap Super Bowl. After that Super Bowl. That it was still wasn't so, great. so who, lucky. Who, who played in that? Oh, uh, I can't even remember now. It was probably the... Pa- oh, Patriots Seattle. That was the pick, wasn't it? When Malcolm Butler picked it off. Um, next, next year is in US Bank Stadium. So there's that, that Minnesota's new, Minnesota, yeah. new stadium. And then I think it's Atlanta the next year, isn't it? Atlanta got a new stadium opening. Inglewood, the new Rams stadium that'll will get, be opening. Be the next they'll, year. they'll get one. I'd say it'll be the year after that then. It might be their first year playing there. They'll have a Super Bowl there. I wonder if they'll get it open in time. Don't know. Just so is, is 2020 available? Because that's what it'll oh, be. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So 2016 was Levi Stadium. Yeah, Sam um, Last year was... Um, Wasn't it Minnesota last year? I no, 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 no. Minnesota is coming up. Oh, Houston. Houston was last Houston year. Houston was last year. US Bank Stadium, which is Minneapolis, is 2018. 
It's going back to... Oh, no, then Atlanta's new stadium is 2019. Then yep. the... Um, LA Stadium in 2021. Then it'll be Vegas, 2022. So who's getting 2020? I don't know. This list is really bad. 2020 is actually a form of vision as well. Hard Rock Stadium. What the hell's that? Oh, that's Miami's. It's going to be in Miami in 2020. So I would say 2022, Vegas will have a Super Bowl. Every would have been in there for two years. All right, anything else on the Raiders or ready to move on? Yep, yep, ready to move on. Um, The NFL have announced a whole host of rule changes one of the other many things they voted on at the owners' meeting last week. That's why I think of them all. Stop changing our game. First one, the NFL has passed a rule for automatic ejections for egregious hits to the head. Do you know what the problem with this rule is? You're asking referees to adjudicate it. You're asking them to make a decision on whether it, it is or not. And that's... But why don't they it, just review it like college? Oh, they do that in college, do they? I don't, you don't know, I don't, you know what I want to No, they, they throw the flag immediately. And then they look at it. And, and then, then they, they double check then it. They, okay, that's okay then. That's not too bad. So basically, it's, it's the, it's the it. targeting rule from college, pretty much. You can get ejected for targeting now. So, yep. There's also another automatic ejection system for players who commit two personal fouls in the same game, as well as USC's. Wow. Jesus. That's full on. I'd be in trouble. <laughs> personal. So what are personal fouls? Fighting... Uh, late hit. Or, or even like hitting a guy like defenseless receiver, that's a personal foul. This new rule comes in a year after the league installed automatic ejection system for players who've committed two personal fouls in the same game. Wow. Marine.nfl.com. Yep. Big. Any other any other rules? Oh, come on. Go to the big one. A lot of Patriots fans are very upset about it. Uh, you can't hurdle the offensive line anymore on a field goal or extra point. This is the dumbest rule to ban because do you know how easy it is to stop them doing it? All you have to do is if you're the guard and you see him doing it is touch him and it's a penalty. He has to clearly jump you. You can't be touched by anything. If his foot brushes the center's head, it's a, it's a foul. So I don't get why you ban it. Why take that away? It's so insane to me. I, I hate it. Personally, I hate that. I hate they've taken that away. Well, we're talking about ejections. Two unsportsmanlike fouls in a single game was introduced last season. That rule now is permanent. Touchbacks on kickoff are going back to the 25. Again, that uh, rule has been renewed. Oh, so a lot of these were for in. one year. So that so rule is now permanent. Yeah. Um, so you're saying the personal foul rule was in last year? Apparently. That's what it says. No one really. Yeah, okay. There you go. Uh, this is one of the bigger ones. Owners have approved centralized replaying. So it'll oh, all yeah. be done in New York. That's good. It is the biggest waste of time for the white hat to go to the sideline, get on the little hood thing, waste 10 minutes doing a review. Now it'll go straight to New York. I'll go bang. They'll watch it, it three, four times. Go, okay, this is clearly stepped out of bounds on this. Take the clock back to this time. Yeah. Go. Much quicker. That should speed the game up. The other thing, did they take out the timeouts either side of kickoff? They're doing their best to take those out. That's a deal with the um, TV contract. It's money. They it's not a rule. It. Yeah, they won't do it. They should, but they won't. The proposal to shorten overtime periods from 15 minutes to 10 in the preseason and in the regular season was tabled. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How many? Do you know how many games went to longer than 10 minutes in overtime? The ones that went the full Only distance. the ones that tied. Four games, and that was only last season. I don't understand what the point of that rule is. Why waste your time with it? What, to put more pressure on teams to go quicker? Like, it's stupid. Ties just don't happen enough for that to be an issue. Crackback blocks are now for 
are now forbidden by a backfield player in motion, even if he's not more than two yards outside the tackle box when the ball is snapped. So you can't motion him in behind the tackle and then come and, and crack, crack somebody. That's cutting them though. Mm, is it, or you say. just can't block them. Yeah, I don't think you can crack So basically back. you can't come in motion and yeah, crack back on them. That's not a bad rule. That's a pretty dangerous rule. What else? What else? What else? You're telling the story, Caraway. I'm just scrolling through them. There's some here that are just like they're, they're so fiddly. Doesn't matter. Length of socks and dumb stuff like that. <laughs> Should we move on? I've got something we can hit on. Yep, go. Apparently, Kirk Cousins, President Bruce Allen's of the Washington Football Team, said they're 100 percent on the a fake contract. GM. The fake GM. They're 100 percent agreed on a contract. They're just finalizing it for a long-term really? deal. Will sides will reach a deal by mid-July deadline? Is he about to become the highest-paid player in the NFL? As dumb as that is, I'd probably say so, which is just insane to me. Um, look, I think he's a good quarterback, but he's going to get outrageous money because of the cap. That's the bottom line. And then someone else will get re-signed next year, probably Blake Bortles or something stupid like that, and he'll get more money. I bet you anything you want, Blake, Blake Bortles, Bortles will not get more than Kirk Cousins. What if he throws 40 touchdowns again next year? Well, then he will, exactly. but he won't. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel safe. Well, they're going to take Fournette at four anyway, so... Um, the last thing, Cowboys re-signed all their coordinators. Scott Linehan, the offensive coordinator, Rob Marinelli, the defensive, and Rick Rich Basaccia, the special teams coordinator. I think uh, all pretty good moves there. And last Cowboys thing for the news, Jason Witten signed a four-year extension. The money isn't released, but it's basically going to drop his salary this year by about $5 million to clear some cap space for the Cowboys. And it means he will definitely remain a cowboy for the rest of his career, which I'm I'm wrapped with. D lineman Chris Long has signed with the Eagles on a one year deal, <laughs> former so of the dumb. Patriots. He's so dumb, that guy. He's just collecting paychecks. Yeah, real stupid. Be oh, tra- I don't I, think I, I don't forget, think it's a I bad move by too. him. I can't believe the Eagles someone's paying him still. Well he'll you, be a rotational guy. You did guy. just say he's so dumb. So who are you referring he's so to? Dumb. No, the Eagles. Okay. That's dumb. Hey, it's a dumb contract. The, the Eagles got to win the offseason. Yeah, that's yeah, them in Jacksonville every year. They're getting after it. They've they got to battle to uh, <laughs> battle to win it out. Um, Adrian Peterson still not signed? Yeah, I know. He wants $8 million a year, apparently. You're not getting that AP. You're just not. No. And he's closed the door on the Vikings now because they've signed someone else. Apparently, the Giants are going after him, but he's not interested in playing in that system. I have a feeling he'll end up at Oakland. That's what my thoughts are. That's well, I'm talking about feeling. Oakland. There's plenty of talk. Um, the feast, feast mode. The beast mode will come out of retirement. I can't see it. He hasn't said anything about it. They're trying to get him, but he hasn't seen anything. Well, he's te- um, he, his team, his childhood team, has just moved to Vegas. So if he, if it was all hey, sentimental, do you know what? If if he was a real fan, shouldn't bother him. <laughs> if he was a real Oakland fan, shouldn't but real Raiders fan, shouldn't bother him. Oh, and I think. Um, Teddy Bridgewater apparently is recovering really well from his injury. I'm still he says not skept- fo- any football. Oh stuff, no, though. and I'm still skeptical. I don't think we'll see him next season. Definitely till halfway through the year, we will not see him before that. I'd be shocked. It'd be a miraculous recovery. But I think um, I think that's still good news if, if he's staying positive because you know I think Teddy Bridgewater was starting to come into his own, and I'd be really upset for him if this was to end his career, which has to a lot of other guys in the, in the past, unfortunately. It's pretty pretty bad one. It was pretty, pretty bad. bad. Yeah. Any other big signings? Anything you're interested in? No, I'm still. I, I must have been. I'm a little surprised that that AP and AP surprising. Yeah, he's just 
He clearly set his market too high. Oh, do you want to talk about Kaepernick at all? Um, yes. Well, well let, me, let me pose a question to you. Just ask what you want to know. Do you think he's being deliberately blackballed by the NFL? 100%. 100% he is. He's, and it's not all the NFL's fault. You know, I think this is where a lot of people go wrong and there's a lot of outrage and it's mainly a lot of African-American people that are outraged and I understand why, but this isn't a racial thing. They don't want the circus. They just don't want it. And an NFL team is has every right to employ whoever they want. They don't have to employ him. Now, the story that Johnny Manziel's coming to play for the Saints, that they're interested in him, I don't think it's going to happen, but it wouldn't surprise you if it did. But if, if Colin Kaepernick isn't a good quarterback anymore, how the hell is Johnny Manziel a good quarterback Agreed. and getting a contract? This is what... I don't think he will get one. My, I would say, if you ask me Kaepernick or Glennon, I'm taking Kaepernick. Here's the thing with those two. I think you've seen what Kaepernick is, and I think we've already seen his ceiling. You've, all, you've Glennon, also seen him play at a pretty high ceiling. Yep, but that was a few years ago now. Two? Three. three. When, were they, when were they in the Super Bowl? Three, three years, years ago. That's just not that long ago. Uh, it is in football. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, it is in football. It's almost a rookie contract. And, um, you know, it, it's a sort of thing where, like, Johnny's not going to get a chance. No one's signing him. Like, that's ridiculous. And and who the hell would sign a drug and a drug addict and a, a guy who's addicted to alcohol to, to play in your lanes? Like, Spare me. That, that is not happening. I, I just cannot see it. And when you look at um, Kaepernick, I think the league's pretty much decided he's not at a starting quarterback level if you're going to bring him in. And yeah, teams don't like distractions with their backup quarterbacks. I just know. look at Tebow. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I still think he's... I reckon he's better than at least eight starting quarterbacks. Care to name them? Let me get up. Well, okay, Glennon. That's unfair. Why? This what has Glennon done? Played. Exactly. He might have upset. You don't know. You've just got you, a boner for him because he was at Tampa Bay. All I'm saying is you know what Kaepernick is. You don't know what Glennon well, is. Well, I would take Kaepernick over Glennon. You can have him. Uh, Tom Savage. Yeah, right. I'll give you that. Anyone at the Jets? Definitely. Hackenberg. Ah, uh, see, I, the unknowns are unfair. It's... But, Right now, you're telling me you can have Hackenberg on the field or Kaepernick. I'm taking Kaepernick. He's better than Trevor Simeon? It depends what situation you're in. Because I'd take Hackenberg if I bottomed out. What the hell am I going to do with Kaepernick? What if, he, what if he breaks out again and he becomes your quarterback? What if he finds it again? How old is he? 29? Yeah, 28? He's so young. Uh, that's four. If I, actually, if I actually had a list, I could do it. But there's, there's four teams just off the top of my head. Um, and he's a better backup than... The 49ers? The 49ers, yeah. <laughs> Brian Hoyer? Are you kidding me? Hoyer stinks. Blake Bortles? He's probably on par with Blake Bortles. I'd definitely take Blake Bortles. I would there's too. there's a chance but he could go back exactly, to what but he was. Well, the way Bortles played last year, I would say Kaepernick was better than Bortles yeah. last year. His numbers last year were pretty good, yeah. Kaepernick. It, it's That's all, what I'm saying. There are plenty of spots where he could land. Like It's all the distractions. I was about to say Buffalo, but Tyra Taylor's better than Kaepernick. He plays play pretty well. Let's not forget that the Denver Broncos were ready to trade for him a year ago. Exactly. Are you telling me you wouldn't have him, the Giants, as your backup instead of Geno Smith? I wouldn't have Geno Smith on my on my lineup. <laughs> Actually, you missed a little effie last week. Yeah, I forgot about oh, it. Oh, no. So, so don't do it because I forget. I really want to do it right now. No, I won't. We're, we're a family-friendly 
show here. No, look, I, I think that there is definitely a point. Kaepernick played well enough to be on a roster last year and he's been blackballed. It's simple as that. And anyone who denies that, I just want an agent. I, I just want a, a team to come out and go, yeah, we don't want him because there's too much of a... He's too much of a hassle. They get crushed. I know, but that's what I want them to say. Uh, just quickly, the, the free agents that are still around, do you mind if I just hit on them? Yeah, go for it. Jonathan Hankins, he was very good for the Giants last year, the D-tackle. He's clearly asking for too much. The 11th ranked D-tackle in the... Well, 11th ranked player from the start of the rankings. This is on around the NFL's list, not mine. Um, TJ McDonald, ex-Rams ex, um, player. Zach Brown. Jay Cutler. Cutler still hasn't got to see his pictures with his wife, Kristen Cavallari, in some tropical island. I wouldn't go back to play football. <laughs> Jesus, I'd retire happily. Jamal Charles. That's no surprise. LeGarrett Blunt. Yeah, he's going to go back to the Patriots for 400000 Of course he will. Mario Williams. Bradley McDougald, who was at the, the Bucks last year. Um, Colin Kaepernick. There, there are a lot of good players still left. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Are you kidding me? He can't get a gig? Would you take Kaepernick or Fitzpatrick? Oh, talk about choosing between a you, douche and a turd sandwich. You, you, you're stuck between a cock and a hard place. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I had to choose. I just realized I said the wrong word. Yeah. I didn't. That's just what I always say. And now I've stuffed it up. Sorry, everyone. Um, yeah. Who I would think, you pick? God. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pick Kaepernick. You'd pick Kaepernick because he's an athlete. I'm still laughing because you mucked that up before. Yeah, I know. Um, big, 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 big no, no. Who you got? Come on. Um, it's a very simple question. Uh, yeah, it's not a simple answer though. Because I've I got to be ready for the media circus. Come on. And he's the better player. Fitz- Kaepernick. You take yeah. Kaepernick. You take yeah. it happy. I don't want Fitz And you make him your starter, you get some hype around him, and you roll on. No, you wouldn't get any hype. You'd get yeah. nothing but distraction. You get hype, baby. All right. Should we move on to our draft stuff? Yeah, let's do that. Oh, this is my jam. I, can I have this for the car? We're going to get sued by... Uh, Who is it? It's not a real song. Surely no one actually made that up. Are you serious? What song is that? Is that the start of Fresh Off the Boat? Oh, my God. I don't know what song that is. Do you know who's tearing their hair out at home right now as they listen to this? Taryn. He's going to call you the second he listens to this. Uh, Who is it? Go look it up. Are there words for it? I don't even know what it's called. It just sounds like music. Is it rap? Because I don't listen to rap. You know that. You know that. I'm just going to leave it. Is it Tupac? Yes. Is it Biggie? Let's just move on. Is it... K Sean. Do you want to start with the line? Sean Paul. It's Sean Paul, isn't it? Stop it. Just stop. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So stop. I'm being. Bu- this is bullying. I'm going to talk to the HR manager of the vault. I it's believe Dr. Dr. that's you. It's <laughs> Dr. Dre and Snoop. So please. Ah, uh, Snoop Doggy Doll. Snoop Lion, isn't it? Anyway, where do you want to start? Uh, let's We're go. leaving O line, D line for next week. Oh my God. Superstar in the house. Everybody, we are being joined right now. By the one and only, I'm going to have to give him my mic, tennis superstar, Sam Groth. Say hello. How are you guys? Welcome to the vault, mate. Welcome to the vault. What, what do you think? Nah, it's good. Good to see you in action. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know what? Put Hang on. Mic. Put him on. He's coming in. You take that one. Mate, take that chair over there. That's all you. He's on. He's on. Yeah, throw the empty beer bottles away. There you go. What a nice surprise. What a nice surprise. Back in the country. Where have you been? Tell us about it. Oh, Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere and nowhere. You've been, uh, you been winning? Nah. 
<laughs> simple had answer. A, uh, nah, had a uh, rough rough couple of weeks, but nah, back now prepping for for Davis Cup. So and you bought a new house. How's the new house going? New house is good. Getting Can't believe furniture. you let my wife, your sister, into that house. Is it all organised, fully ready to go? Yeah, now? came back. Everything was that doesn't uh, surprise me. OCD organised. So, so yeah. colour coordinated. Zero choices on the uh, on the couch or anything like that. No, nah, I, I had it all picked out. She wasn't she wasn't doing shopping for me. She was just there for deliveries. Don't give her that option. I gave her that option. That's why I'm living down here now. We're actually selling the top yeah, part of the house. So smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Thanks for popping in. Nah, I appreciate I just, it. Uh, swung by. Yeah? I heard you yeah. bought a new car too. did. Bought a new truck today. I bought a new truck yesterday. Oh, and you had to come and one-up me. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, just when I think I'm starting to look all right in your sister's eyes, bang, Sam comes in with a better truck. Yeah, just bought a lot of presents for your daughter too. So, oh, that's uh, all right. Then. Yeah, you're all right. They've been completely then. upstaged. Yeah, she's pretty cute though. Yeah, she's get, she got cuter or less cute. Nah, she's she's cute. She has yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. That's good. How long are you back for? Um, off to Brisbane in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, we got Davis Cup up there next Friday uh, against the US quarterfinal, um, wow. and then back in Melbourne for about a week, and then off to Europe again. So very cool. Is who's is Kyrgios playing in the? Kyrgios is playing. Tomic won't be. Tomic is not playing. He got dropped, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I don't think... Gone great terms with uh, South Australia. I don't know. I don't get involved, mate. I wouldn't either. That, no. That's why not just stay well and truly no. clear off. <laughs> no, it's yeah. just... Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth... It's good know. to see Kyrgios has turned himself around a bit, though. I'm starting to enjoy... Like, I know he gets upset sometimes. That happens. People, yeah, I've got no right to comment. He's coached me. I'm a shocker. Yeah, <laughs> no, I lose it. And to be honest, the Davis Cup environment's been awesome for him. That's um, good. Like, having a, a solid, sort of stable environment around him with a good support network and... We got like a Davis Cup group chat, and he's like the most active guy. And even when he's playing tournaments right now, like he's in quarters in Miami, he's he's like can't wait to get back for Davis Cup. And I th- I think it's been sort of a, a good bit of a family environment, like team environment. Yeah, I think that's always good for a young guy. Well, he hasn't had it. He's had you know for two years he hasn't had a coach. Yeah. Um, and sort of just feeling like he's got that support because yeah, he made some mistakes and everyone sort of jumped on him pretty hard. And I think he's sort of felt that. But you know, people I guess forget Leighton Hewitt made a few of those mistakes young in his younger career. Well, Leighton was a complete brat. Yeah, well, I was only young, but I can remember everyone yeah. hated him. The thing, the thing I think about Leighton is you do it when you're young and everyone thinks you're a brat, and then you do it when you're older and everyone thinks you're competing hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good point. Very true. And, was, and you, you just float around under the radar. Yeah, just fastest serve in the world, just doing what you feel like. Just cruising. What are you yeah. guys doing down there? Yeah, just talking NFL, mate. Yeah. You're live on air right now. I don't know. I'm alive. I'm live. No, you're not live. Nah. Just recording. Oh, God. No. I'm trying to work out whether we, we'll we cut swear, this or not. We swear you're probably, way too much. You're, you're our highest profile guest so far. So, <laughs> actually, we had one person come into the studio and wouldn't come in because they thought it was a bit creepy. But once you're in, it's okay. It's bright lights, NFL stuff on the walls. Yeah. Yeah. I came down here when it wasn't in action. Yeah. I see you've decorated since then. We've, uh, we've, put some, we've put some work into it. We're launching a website in a couple of weeks. Uh, a, awesome. a new sports website. So, yeah, it's all happening. Good luck. It's all happening. Well, thank you for I joining us. I won't hold you up too long. I'll let you get back to what you should be doing. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Cheers, Sam Roth, tennis superstar. Cheers. Now, it was a pleasure to have uh, Sammy Groth in the house. Sammy G in the hizzle. Just, just for those who didn't work out who he was, because we were pretty candid and we just dove into it. Um, Sam Groth, Australian tennis player, fastest serve in the world, sensational bloke, back in but town for the Davis Cup. More known, more well-known for his incredibly attractive sister, my wife, Sophie. No, he's probably best known for his serve. Well, Sorry, Sophie. Well, I agree you know to disagree. What? I can say anything because we know Sophie isn't listening. <laughs> no, she doesn't listen. She downloads, but she doesn't listen. She never listens. So where, where do you want to start on uh, the draft stuff? Linebacker? Let, let's try and get this podcast back on track. A bit of linebacker talk? Yeah, linebacker. Um, so we'll do linebackers, cornerbacks, safeties today. Yep, yeah, okay. So the, the one that's going to jump out of you, 
Um, just another Alabama player. Well, there's two here in this draft, but there's one that's considerably better than the other, and that's Ruben Foster. Um, He's six, an insane talent. Six foot, 220, or 230. Big unit, big motor. Do We can talk about him all you want, which is fine. He's the best linebacker in the draft by far, but do Alabama linebackers scare you? No. There's plenty of good ones around. There's been some bad ones, though. Yeah, but you can say that about um, you know you can say about Michigan quarterbacks, but Brady's okay. So yeah. you know you, you got to evaluate just because he played there. Rolando um, McLean's the one that pops to mind earliest. He was he wasn't a lack of talent though. He had a couple of very good years in Green Bay, sorry in Baltimore, and then in Dallas he had a couple of good seasons as well. But unfortunately, he loves weed. Look, well, that's not him. I think Foster is... I mean, he's ginormous. He's won the Buckus Award for the best linebacker in the nation. Um, yeah, he finished... Like, he had like 115 tackles, 13 of which for loss. Um, he had five sacks. That's huge for a linebacker. I mean, this guy didn't get blitzed a lot. Um, you know, was the SEC Championship MVP, and he was outstanding in that game. He started as a junior. Um, yeah, this guy... Yeah, he is a very, very good player. I'm actually looking back at former Alabama linebackers. You know the ones that come up? CJ Mosley. Pretty good. Not bad. Courtney Upshaw. Very yeah, good. Pretty good. Donta Hightower. Pretty good. Um, there's some... Uh, yeah, I take it back. I'm not worried about it. Really, the only bad one was Rolando McLean, and he was still a good player. It was just his... His drug troubles that got him in, in trouble. D'Amico Ryans, yeah, they're, they're going to be fine. I think he's the the out-and-out out top linebacker in the draft. He won't suit – sorry, he'll suit any system in my opinion. He can play that middle in the 3-4, middle in the 4-3. He can shed blocks. He can move. Great tackler. Um, did you say Did you say your mind's your Bobby Wagner? Did you mention that? No. I, see, I, I, don't, I don't like the Bobby Wagner comparison as much. I don't think he's as athletic as Bobby Wagner. That's no. what – a lot of the NFL people say, I don't really know who he compares to, but God, he, he moves well. He's more of a black Luke Kukli, in my opinion, because Luke Kukli's not as athletic as Wagner. You know something about comparisons that really annoy me? They They're compare black a good guys player. to black guys, and they compare yeah. white guys to white guys. And, and it's did, so unfair. Did, did they ever go, oh, he reminds me of um, Anthony Hitchens, the backup linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Do they ever compare him to someone who's not very good? <laughs> no one who's going to the first round exactly. does. Exactly. <laughs> maybe so, maybe somebody down the fifth round. I think the fun guy to discuss is Jabril Peppers. Because yeah. is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? He's that hybrid. Well, he runs a four four six. That's D-back 40. speed. That is really fast. He's got a good vertical too in 35 and a half inches. He's not massive. He's 5'11". Um, but he does have big hands. He's got big long arms. Got a huge motor. Um, he had all kind of Heisman Trophy talk because he's a, he, he can do number one defense in college football. Michigan. Yeah, he can do, do um, returning stuff as well. Look, this guy is he's athletic and he's he's fluid and he moves great. Do, do, who I'd compare him to right now was Jefferson, who just got signed by the Baltimore Ravens, who was at Arizona, or you know, maybe a Tyrone Matthew, Honey Badger, maybe that sort of guy. If he could get himself in the Arizona, he would fit that system perfectly. Uh, that would be my ideal fit. But oh, I don't know if they'll pull the pin that early on him because he's because he's a hybrid. Guys want in the first round a guy who's going to come in, play position and contribute immediately. Um, you know, he's a little bit like Miles Jack in the draft last year, was a bit of a tweener. 
Uh, I think Miles Jack was a bit more linebacker than safety, but very similar in that regard. He can cover slots, he can cover tight ends, and he can play the run and tackle exceptionally as well. He's he's a very interesting guy to see where he's going to end up. I, I I struggle to see him in the first in, round. In this, no, I struggle to see him in the secondary. Now he, he only had the the one interception in his college career. Had a handful of bat downs. I know yeah. he played more linebacker than than in but the secondary. If but you played him as your nickel corner. In a zone system up at the line. Or he's covering the flat a lot. Yeah. yeah, And making yeah, tackles. Yeah, I can see that. I can see I mean, that. Like that's what Arizona do with them. Something like that. Think of a honey badger role. That's what he needs to play in. Um, he's a Swiss Army knife. Yes, spot Th- That's the main thing. He, he's the he McCaffrey of defense. <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah. really good comparison. Yeah. Um, the other guy I want to discuss out of Alabama, Ryan Anderson. Um, he's kind of fallen off the radar a little bit because of, of Ruben, which I don't think is fair. Uh, he's... As good a player, dominant. Um, he is a bit more of a pass rusher, so he'd be more of a 4-3 Sam, which will blitz a lot. Um, his strength, in my opinion, is his blitzing. His numbers weren't great at the combine. That's what's let him down. He only ran the 40, and it was a 4-7-8. But you watch him play, his athleticism, out. He, he plays more athletic than he than he uh, timed at the, at the, at the um, combine. So... I really think he's great. I think he could be a steal. I think he'll go late, mid to late first round, in my opinion. There's one other I'd like to talk about, um, and that's Zach Cunningham out of Vanderbilt. Mm, Vanderbilt, smart guy. Smart kid school. Well, he was overlooked in the recruiting process. Um, like he, he wanted to go to Alabama and, and play in the SEC, but he didn't get a look in those big schools in the SEC, so he went to a little school yep. in the SEC in Vanderbilt. Um, smart kid school. You can't fake your way through a degree at Vandy or at Stanford or at Notre Dame, places like that. You, you actually have to go to class and there's no communications at those schools. No. you got to do real things. There's no, um, what's the, agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. Let's learn how farmers work. It's probably harder than you think. But anyway, this guy, this guy is a playmaking machine. Yeah. He gets downhill. He's exciting. You know, 194 tackles, 41 of which were for loss. Um, yeah, twelve sections like that. He, he got overlooked early originally because he was he was quite slight. Like he yep. had a thin frame, but he's thickened out at college. He'll thicken out even more in the NFL. He's six th- six three. He's a big big unit. Um, look, he still does have um, skinnyish legs. He'll have to keep working on that at the NFL level. It might take him a year or two to get into it. Yep. But someone's going to get him um, for a bargain somewhere late. Agreed. On day two, something yep. like that in the draft. Second round at some point. And whoever scores him, I'm telling you, if your team drafts at Cunningham, you're going to get a bargain, an yep. absolute bargain. It might take a year or two, but stick with him because you know, you're going to have to pay him at the end of year four when he comes up because I think he's going to turn he's into something. He's a good player. I think he's going to turn into something pretty He's special. someone that like a Seattle would steal. That, that's, what, that's the kind of team all the Patriots would steal him. Last linebacker I want to talk about, uh, a familiar name. TJ Watt. Now, if that name sounds familiar, he is the younger sibling of JJ Watt, who is former three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. We all know who he is. If you don't know him, um, you shouldn't be listening to this show. Or listen to all the previous ones. Yes, he's outstanding. And he also has another brother, uh, Derek Watt, who's a fullback for the San Diego Chargers coming off his rookie year. Quite a handy player in his own right. This guy is an effort outside linebacker, solid pass rusher. He blew people away at the combine. No one thought he was athletic as what he was. Um, he was the best in the in the vert jump, broad jump, cone drill, 
20 yard shuffle and 40 yard shuffle. So, uh, 60 yard shuffle, sorry. Ran a 4, 6, 9, 40, 21 reps on the bench press. He's got good power. He's 6'4, only the 252 pounds. If he wants to be that true outside linebacker, he, um, he needs to put on a bit of size. I really like to compare him to a the guy at the outside linebacker for the Chicago Bears, whose name's slipping me. Um, but more of a stout pass rusher. He's not going to blow you away with speed. Um, he's got, uh, McPhee, who was at the Ravens, his name. He More of a stout pass rusher. He's not going to beat you with speed. But it'd be really interesting to see if anyone takes a chance with him. It'll be late. Yeah. It'll be late if they do. He'll definitely get to camp. So he'll get a shot. Oh, I think he'll go fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Well, yeah something like that. That's, that's late. That's camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to turn our attention to corners? Uh, yeah, deep, deep corner draft. It is a really deep corner draft, but the um, the standout is going to be Marshall and Lattimore out of Ohio State. Um, six foot, um, defensive background, a four, three, six. He is quick, 38 and a half inch vertical. Um, this guy's had um, injuries. Yeah. It's probably the, the biggest question mark on this guy. Um, his hamstrings gave him so much trouble at college. He had to get surgery on them. Okay. And that's that's a pretty big flag, but this guy is an is a freak show athlete. Like he is something special. He's going top ten, I guarantee you. Is With he related it, to the Lattimore from Gamecocks? That the running back? Yeah, I doubt it. There's a lot of the same names. Just I thought, thought he might be. Uh, yeah, he's going to go top ten for sure. This is a very there. I reckon you'll have six cornerbacks going the first round of this draft. I think mean, it's an insanely good cornerback draft. Um, the guy I want to touch on, who I actually rate as my best corner, Sidney Jones out of Washington. Um, his 40-time 447 wasn't great, but he's got a good vert. He's six foot. He's got long arms, good size, quite a good tackler, um, I think, which is great. And he's he competes. This is a guy you put him anywhere, and he will go. He breaks on the balls really well, good in the press. I see him being a perfect Carolina Panther fit where he plays that cover three, press and release, that sort of zone zone style defense. I really like him. He did tear his Achilles tendon at, at the pro day. So that's the guy who did that, um, which could hurt his draft status. But I think not for that. He's probably a first-round pick. I, I think teams will still take a chance on him there, though. Maybe late first round, even though he's so talented. Yeah, I think there's every chance. A um, couple of others to mention... Um, Marlon Humphrey out of Alabama um, will certainly be taken high. Another one I like, um, Tredavious White out of LSU. It's a good word. It's a good name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a ridiculous name. It's a great name. But he he's a very good corner. Some people will say he's slightly undersized um, mm-hmm. at 5'11", um, compared to some of these other guys who are a few inches taller than him. Look, corners these days don't, very rarely do you get one over six foot because they tend to turn those guys into receivers if you're any good with your ball skills. Yep. Um, but here's another one who I think, um, just once again, is just a, bit a playmaker. I mean, th- this draft, th- there'll be guys who are, are taking players deep in this draft who, who could start these yep. corners. Like, oh, well, it's a this really is what teams draft. do with corners now. Uh, can I touch on one more before we move on? This yep. guy's a bit of a dark horse, but... A guy I've been liking watching a bit of tape on. You ready for the name? Go. Akalo Witherspoon out of Colorado. Um, what I like about him, 6'3", 33-inch arms, the best 
vert jump in the combine. He's a big unit. 40 and a half inches and also had the best 60 shuttle times. What that shows me is he can go up and get it and he can move. He also ran a 4.4540, which is pretty impressive. Um, I really like him. I think he's a guy that you can probably get third, maybe fourth round if he falls. As I said, it's a very good cornerback draft. I think this guy's going to be a very, very good pickup for someone. Um, obviously, when you think size at corner, the, the instant comparison for me is Richard Sherman. Um, big, long, and incredibly strong. He'll press. He'll press. Um, I think he's going to be outstanding. I think he could be a real steal for someone. All right, moving over to the safety position. There's two, I think, probably stand out above the rest, um, and that's Malik Hooker out of Ohio State and Jamal Adams out of LSU. Which one do you want to take? I'll take the other one. I'll take Hooker. Can I go first? Yep, go. Out of Ohio State. Uh, this guy, he's just rangy. That's the best word to describe him. Um, I really like the way he moves. Um, think, I'm trying to think of a bit of an obscure one. Oh, Reggie Nelson, that sort of guy. Bit of Earl Thomas about him. He's a bit bigger than Earl Thomas and not quite as athletic. Um, great instincts. He, this is the, the thing about him is that he doesn't play that fast. He, sorry, he doesn't run that fast. He has average speed, but his instincts are so precise. He plays the ball and makes his decisions so quickly that it just makes him play a lot quicker. Um, when he comes down, he will hit you. I think he will be a first-round pick. Probably top 10. He is an outstanding player. Yeah, it'd be hard to argue with that. Um, I think Jonathan Cyprian from the Jaguars, that sort of a guy, but probably a little bit more athletic. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty fair. Yep. Yeah. Now, the other one I've got is Jamal Adams, as I said, out of LSU. And once again, I could say I've seen him play in person and he did have a pick that night. Um, he he laid down a, a solid 40 time, um, 4 five, six. That's pretty quick for a safety. So, like, yep. He's a big guy. Yeah, well, I got no conf- uh, no concerns about that. He's the son of former running back um, George Adams, uh, who played uh, with Kentucky, played on a Super Bowl Giants team uh, back in '86. So he's got that football pedigree. Yep, he gets it. He understands how hard it's going to work. Some comparisons and things that have been said about him is he's a, a natural born leader. Yep, like he really rallies the team. He, he's a captain. Think um, um, Lorenzo Neal or Joseph that went Raiders in Atlanta last year in the first yep. round. That, that's a very similar mold to yep. them. He'll hit. This guy loves to hit people. Cam Chancellor you know, style. He just comes out and pops people. Isn't it bizarre that the, the modern day safety, they went from, they didn't like the guys who could hit hard because they couldn't cover. So then they went to pure coverage guys and then teams started running on them. So now they've found these guys that can do both. They're almost, this, the evolution of this position is insane to me. This guy looks like a linebacker. But yeah. Runs like a cornerback. He's insane. He's got some things to work on, like his range. If he's asked to, to cover the middle of the field, that's a- NFL tough for anyone agreed. But NFL receivers are going to find um, find him wanting. You don't want him covering a slot receiver. No, you really. But a tight don't. end, I'm comfortable. Yep, absolutely. Look, often sometimes his aggressiveness sucks. Like play action, I'd play action him all day because um, yep. he wants to come down. He but wants again, to hit. The modern day NFL, they love this cover three where the strong safety sits in that flat. So if you come up and, and blow your to a play action, if you come up and blow your zone, you're only giving away the short pass. So they might get seven or eight yards on it because everyone else rallies so much now. That's the idea of it. And then when you do run it, he's down there ready to go. It's like having to block another linebacker. It's He will have a spot. Oh. I think definitely 
top 20 pick. Teams, when teams interview this kid, they are going to fall in love with him yeah. because it just his attitude and the way he just rallies the players around. When he makes a big play, you just see it. You saw that entire LSU team just flood to him. That's what's going to make him... Um, that There'll be a difference maker. That's an intangible that someone's going to say, you know what? Great kid. You know, leader, all those things. He's a starter that played special teams. Yeah. What does that tell you? If that tells you anything about a person... Yeah. Because I hate special teams. Everyone hates. Special Everyone hates. Hates special teams. T, if you love, he's like Taylor Gist. He's a psycho for special teams. Yeah. Damien, like these are guys who want to play special teams. That's a different. That's a guy who wants it. And someone who can play special teams, whether it's a first round pick or a seventh round pick, it's an instant bonus. Because if he somehow doesn't pan out as your starter and doesn't, you know, work in the NFL, he's still a gun special teams player. So he's still someone you can use on your roster. I think he's a. Yeah, he's a. The cornerbacks and safeties in this draft are. This is the depth. There are yeah. so many good ones. Um, I really like Buddha Baker out of Washington just because of his name. I don't reckon he's that good a player. He's a bit small, but I think he's he's got a great name. Oh, he's. You're right. He is, but he's a good player. I mean, he's, he's a good player. I don't he'll think get he's going to second round. Yeah, I just don't think he's. I don't think he's going to be that good an NFL player. You, you need a bit of size in that safety spot. Um, there's so many safeties to look at. Cornerbacks and safeties, be ready. They're going to fly off the board. Probably only the two safeties in the first round for me, Hooker well, and Adams. Uh, Jamal Adams won't get past Chicago. Like He could be gone that early. He, he is that good. At three? Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he, I think the Jay, He's the Jalen Ramsey of this year's draft. I don't think he's that sort of player. Don't, don't compare him as a player, but that, that sort of hype, that's how good he is. Um, yeah, I think those yeah, two guys look, will probably go in the top. Yeah, he and Hooker 12. could be, they could be both gone top five. Like they are, I need people to understand this how good those two guys are. They Imagine are if, Jack, if Jacksonville were to take Hooker or Adams, especially Adams. Jacksonville picked him up. If Adams is still there for them. Do you think if they picked up Adams at four, Jacksonville, to pair with Ramsey? Well, they might, they might take someone like Adamore at four. But they just signed AJ Boye. Oh, yeah, of course. So you play him as your slot corner. That because they play that same cover three. Everyone, sorry, everyone plays that now. Yeah, that, he's oh, look, a perfect fit for there. If you want to load up on corner yeah. again and build that defense, yeah. if, if you like safeties, I'm telling you, Hooker and Adams, yeah, the guys. They're, they're, I don't, I don't, I don't mind Josh Jones out of NC early. State. I don't mind Josh John, John Johnson, sorry, out of Boston College. Um, there's some guys late, but it is deep. If you want a safety this year, you're in a pretty good spot. Someone will steal someone late that no one will ever hear of. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Well, uh, just a little tease. Next week, NFL player. Now, now Sam Groth was a, was a total surprise. We weren't ready for that. But next week, we will have an NFL player. Uh, Can we say who? Nah, let's make it a surprise. Okay, we'll NFL player we'll on next it. week. And then the week after, I'm looking at a, another special guest who's got a really, really impressive Facebook page. We're going to discuss a bit of O-line stuff with him. So anyone who likes O-line, that'd be a good one to look at. Um, but big things coming for the for the podcast. We've got some really good interviews in the next few weeks. Uh, one thing we've got to do before we go away, quick, quick shout out to our boy Chris Bryan. Still dealing with the family. He'll be here when he can for the off-season. Um, just got the three boys, one with a broken leg. It's, Bo- boys being boys. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a tough gig for him at the moment. So we wish him all the best. And his wife, Lauren, hope everything's going really well for you guys. And we certainly miss you, buddy. So make sure you hurry back and see everyone next week. Over to you, Chardo. Thanks for listening to the NFL Podcast, brought to you by The Vault Studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. 
For more, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for The Vault Studio on Facebook and Twitter. We love you, Jerry. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over.